Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 374. On this episode, we've got some cancellation news, and then we'll be discussing the series premieres of Glow and The Mist, the third season premiere of Playing House, and recent episodes of Dark Matter and Queen of the South. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 374. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Claire Gandal from tvwiththetwist.com. And Kyle Nolan from noreruns.net. All right, thank you both for joining me to talk a little (laughs) TV this week. Uh, As we're all in this, Comic-Con is only about three weeks away malaise. (laughs) It's like tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, like most things, it'll be here before you know it and over... And you'll be like, wait, what? What just happened? Yeah, for sure. That's what ATX was like. It got there, was there for like a day early, and then all of a sudden, boom, it was Sunday night. And Kyle was like, see ya, I'm out. <laughs> and, In my sniping of yeah. con attendants. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're back home and you're like, well, that was yeah. that was a you thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Or for, or for some people, like, see in a month, you know, like, when we blast through Comic-Con. Yeah. All right. First up, a little bit of news. ABC has canceled Downward Dog after one season. Soccer. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then also, while not officially official, they have banished it to Saturday night, so still Starcross is also canceled. <laughs> I, like, didn't even know anything about it. Like, I think I saw, like, a poster, and it looked like a fake show within a show, you know? But I didn't. <laughs> You're better off not having experienced it at all. <laughs> so, cool. Noted. Uh, yeah, I don't... Yeah, that one, that one didn't work... We talked about that one a little bit on the podcast previously. Uh, Downward Dog is one I never even checked out. It just looked like it was never going to go anywhere. Uh, I checked it out last summer <laughs> when they first announced it. And, that was and I knew I didn't want to watch anymore. I, I just want to know, like, who is in the room? Like, who was like, yeah, that looks like a really funny show. Let's move forward with that. <laughs> I a dog lover. No, yeah, I'm a dog lover, and I still was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, uh, and then uh, ITV has canceled Prime Suspect Tennyson after one season. So if you just started watching it this past Sunday night <laughs> on PBS, you're going to get one season of it and no more. All right. It's now a limited series. Yes, right. <laughs> and then lastly, Netflix has canceled Girl Boss after one season. I mean, I'm actually really sad about that because I really enjoyed it. And I think, like, Britt Robertson has not a great track record with <laughs> shows or movies or any of the things. Um but I really enjoyed this. I thought this was a good show for her. And the music was, like, amazing. And it just brought you back. But I sort of felt like it was weird because 
it's based on Sofia Amoroso's, Amoroso's book and sort of her life, but her life, like, Nasty Gal was, like, bankrupt, and, like, it just kind of was weird timing, and I just saw her wrote some posts that, like, she wrote a post that was, like, I'm glad to finally have my story back and I can tell it in a different way. But like, I feel like you're not going to get a better chance. Like they're not going to do it again. Uh, (laughs) Like nobody's going to say like, Oh, let's do this again, but different. I don't know. I was kind of bummed out, but oh well, I guess now like Netflix is truly becoming a network by canceling shows. So. Yeah. The the last time I watched it was for this podcast and I I haven't (laughs) watched any more episodes since. Like I just couldn't like the characters are just too unlikable to me that I just couldn't get into it. I never quite got into it, uh, but I was interested in watching the rest of it because I like Britt Robertson. But now I'll probably never go back and watch the rest of it. It's not going to go. Uh, Don't worry, she'll be on another show, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> past the uh, one that season. Will also get yeah. <laughs> yeah, sadly, she doesn't have. Uh... And it's not that she's been. In... It's not like all the stuff that she's been in has been bad. It's just, right. for whatever reason, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Uh, this one here, I think it's. I think it's funny. I, I think the the whole idea of that Netflix is becoming a network because they're canceling shows is is kind of funny and just the sheer idea that like they were never ever going to cancel something like shows that even hit shows were like never going to end or something uh, is kind of funny. But I think now, though, I think a lot of the stuff that they've had has been actually really good and things that haven't. You know, like a Marco Polo, they got a second season because it did well overseas, you know, type of thing and not, you know, but not necessarily here, but it didn't get past a second season. Like that was, they gave it another shot, uh, you know, and other things have, you know, recently that they have canceled, they all seem like there's logical explanations, like seriously expensive and not getting, you know, if you look at the people that are watching the stuff and on your streaming service and they're going to, you know, people are watching other things and they're not watching this. Then it's like, why, why keep putting millions and millions of dollars into this thing? Yeah, I got to think this thing must have done horrible in their ratings because this couldn't have cost anywhere near as much as those other shows. But I think you also see some of the things that have gotten canceled have also not been necessarily critically praised. No, I don't know. Like, well, Sensei, like, I feel like a lot of people were talking about that. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about that, but it also had... But from a critical perspective, it was mixed on, like, whether it was actually good or not, you know, type of thing. But I think that one's one of those that it's just so expensive. Yeah, maybe. I I still find that one weird in that they went two seasons and that they're – and the style of show that it is and that they didn't also give it, like, another movie type thing, you know, another Christmas special or something to, like, close it out. Totally. Uh, the other one, the get down, that one also is said to be kind of expensive, but nobody was talking about that as being good. Like when they, I never, I never saw like a bunch of, uh, you know, stuff about like, oh, how great the get down was, and this, and just like nobody was watching it. 
I had like one friend. Yeah. You know, and so, <laughs> Maybe. And I can't remember that friend. Like I knew someone I know watched it, but like I don't remember who it was. But like it was such an expensive show and I heard it was just a show and like the process and like yeah. <laughs> like all everything the behind the scenes was crazy and it just wasn't worth it for them. I mean, I don't know, whatever. They have so many shows that it's like at some point, you knew they were going to have to, like, start canceling stuff to see, like, what works. About yeah, that. and I think that's the other thing, too, is there now have so many things that, you know, since they hadn't been canceling a lot of stuff, you're starting to add stuff onto also, you know, new versions of all these other things. Uh, and then there's so many things that they acquire, uh, different foreign shows that they're putting on, you know, as originals and... And all kinds of stuff that the idea that uh, that sooner or later something wasn't going to work. Well, uh, there's only so many weeks in the in the year. You can't possibly watch all this stuff. Yeah. Well, now they're <laughs> dropping, you know, like two and three things a week sometimes. Yep. Oh, well. When they did House of Cards, they like dropped that on like a Tuesday. And then they still had something else new, you know, that Friday. Right. Oh, well, I just got an email today that, like, Fuller House or whatever. And I was like, why? (laughs) Well, see, that's one of those that probably doesn't cost a whole ton. And yet probably just, you know, has people watching it. Like, just tons of people watching it. I watched all of that versus I hadn't seen any of Sensate or the the Get Down. So there you You go. You watched all of Fuller House? I watched all of Fuller House. Why, Kyle? Why? (laughs) Kyle is the problem. Well, now I know where you're going to be Friday, September 22nd. (laughs) I'm waiting for them to pick up up that, that, what's his name, show. No. uh, (laughs) The comedian. Who? The one that you said I wouldn't finish last year. (laughs) Oh, wait, which one? That was, what was that? The, what was that called? The show on Fox. What was the what was the guy? Oh, I'm totally blanking. Oh, Mulaney? Yes, Mulaney. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. Well, see, the, the problem with Netflix canceling. You got to wait ten years, Kyle, before they do the the ten year reboot Kyle, of. <laughs> wait, have you at least seen his stand up on Netflix? Though? No, I still. I've only seen the only thing I've ever seen him do is that is that Kyle. sitcom. I need you to, like, forget everything you've seen on that sitcom and then go watch his two. They're not, like, Netflix specials, or one of them, I think, is, but, like, the first one isn't. It's, like, him when he's, like, really young, or he looks young, but he looks like he's wearing his dad's suit. But it's so funny. You have to watch it. Like, I can't believe I cannot talk to you after this until you go watch it. Okay? I will give you no access to dark matter until you watch the I know what I'm watching on Netflix tonight. (laughs) Your access, uh, you're going to have to be able to quote uh, a certain joke. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. Like, oh Uh, oh my God. Like, I want to go watch it right now. (laughs) Or Claire's going to be like, sorry. Not this year, Kyle. <laughs> She'll be at the door. I'll be trying to go into the fresh room. Okay, what's my lady's joke? Sorry. Don't let that guy in. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to tweet that. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so I, I just think that 
some stuff is just they're going to start canceling more stuff. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't know, in this day and age with all these things, not everything's going to be good. You know, not everything's yeah. going to be you know, going to be worth it. And there's definitely I don't think anybody would put you know, for the most part would put girl boss or or the get down in the same category as, you know, the beginnings of House of Cards or Oranges of the New Black or Oh, sure. Or, no, you know, totally. or, or a Stranger Things or, you know, some of these things that really, you know, that really hit right out of the gate. And so the idea that something that, you know, got a mediocre reception and probably got a similar, you know, viewership uh, gets canceled just seems, uh, I don't know, seems smart. After a while, you can only, I mean, just because you're sending, spending like $6 billion on content doesn't mean you should spend it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, I, what I find amusing, though, is like when a Netflix show gets canceled, it's like, who do people turn to to try to pick it up? Yeah. Because Netflix was <laughs> right. the savior before. And now, what do you do? Accurate. Yeah, well, and that's even, oh, you know, a worse thing because it's like their show. Who's going to pick up a, you know, something like that where you go, oh, and we're going to do season two, but if you want season one, you got to get Netflix. You know, like it's not like it's not like they're going to be necessarily giving up their original stuff to you know to somebody else or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's that's enough about Netflix and. Uh, well, we'll talk a little bit more Netflix when we get to Glow uh, coming up. But uh, with that, we'll move on to the uh, primetime segment. And uh, first up is The Mist, season yeah. episode one, pilot. Tell me about the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm not really, I don't know, like a Stephen King or, you know, that sort of horror-ish genre of stuff. Uh, but the setup of this one really worked for me. It kind of hooked me that I wanted to see by the end. I definitely wanted to see like the next episode, but I also by the end went, okay, now the mist has covered the town and there's definitely something weird happening out there. And you've got these various groups trapped in these various places. What's the, you know, like what's the rest of the show? Like well, it's, it's various like people a... venturing out into it to try and find other people, but not get taken over by whatever is in the mist. That's causing people to go crazy or people to die or wait, where does this show air? <laughs> where it's is on it? spike. It's on spike. Oh, there we and go. And apparently I didn't realize it or I would have watched the first three. They, they made the second and third episodes available right away on demand and on the spike app. So you can watch the first three episodes right now. Mm. Yeah. Or what will be the Paramount network as of next January. Uh, but, but yeah, it's now on, it's on spike. Uh, but I, I, I liked it. I did think it was the whole, the whole teenage sexual assault storyline was like a, was a little bit of a weird thing to wrap this like fantastical uh what's in the mist storyline around as well you know to create drama between uh, various groups of people in the town and stuff but uh i thought they actually 
relatively handled it well. Uh, and so far, the teenage characters aren't super annoying, <laughs> which, is a, <laughs> which is usually a huge problem in some of these shows. Uh, but yeah, it both it both hooked me and made me go, okay, what what goes on for another nine episodes and potentially subsequent seasons uh, that, uh, you know, as, as the mist is, uh, uh, you know, rolled into town. I mean, it had a very, you know, like, I mean, you know, the mist has been a movie. It obviously was the, the Stephen King novel. And uh, there's been lots of other things that have been, you know, either takeoffs of that or in that same vein of something, you know, strange or weird that takes over a small town or, I mean, even uh, Hulu had Freakish last fall that has a very similar type of thing. You know, something happens outside and there's some sort of stuff in the air and people get trapped inside the school. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, it's that type of thing. And I was interested in some of the characters and, you know, following them. But, I, you know, so I, I don't know. I found it strange that it both hooked me to want to see more, at the, but at the same time going, how long, you know, like three episodes from now, what what is going to be keeping, you know, going to be keeping me uh, watching? How about you, Kyle? I didn't worry about that, seeing as I'm now on like season six of The Walking Dead. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> Or I don't even know, maybe it's season seven at this point. But uh, yeah, so that what they're going to do didn't bother me at all, because I know you can keep doing this type of story. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this pilot. I liked how it slowly builds, like you get introduced to all the characters and then like throw in glimpses of like these bugs and you get like this foreboding that something weird is going on. And then it just goes crazy for those last like 15 minutes and like everything like starts to happen with uh like people's faces falling apart and like people dying in the streets due to this mist and i i did like uh how they they broke it wasn't like we saw the families at the beginning and all these groupings of people but by the end like you have a, a very random mix of people in each location like you've got like at the police station you've got a whole you've got the the army guy the ex-con woman and then like the freaky kid and and the dad whereas then in the mall you've got the girl and the mother and like the guy who might have raped her and so they've got to all deal with that and they got the the one thing i don't understand is why these people are running from the mall <laughs> like you're running into this mist how are you going to drive home <laughs> you can't see anything you might as well just stay in the mall because there's nothing you can do outside but they run outside and of course uh people are getting killed outside in the mist um yeah. but yeah i think i uh, you're and you're not sure like what from like you do see like one guy get like attacked by like bugs, uh, but you see like other things, you know, animals or or people dead. But you're not sure like what attacked them or you know. So you're not sure like is the mist causing it? Is there something actually in the mist that's causing it? Uh, the thing I did like it, that you talked about like the slow buildup was you start out seeing you know you know, like different bugs and, and insects and stuff like that. And then, you know, there's like a few more. Uh, and then there's the scene where this lady's on, 
uh, in her backyard doing some gardening and she, they live on a lake and all of a sudden just all the toads just start coming out of the lake and they're coming, you know, and then you see a bunch of birds all starting to fly across the lake. And, and so it just, it even did it that stuff. Well, like, like the animals were like the early, early warning sign, like something's <laughs> like they were trying to get away from the, you know, the oncoming mist. Cause they, you know, they could tell there was something wrong and as, and, you know, as that got worse and worse until the, uh, you know, the mist finally does, you know, overtake the town at the end. Uh, it, it definitely, I mean, that was the type of stuff that hooked me because within that, you know, these different characters uh, were interesting and what, you know, what happens to some of the characters, you know, like one clearly freaks out and kills somebody and then kills themselves. But you're like, what? But that's like completely different from the guy that's, getting attacked by bugs you know or the woman who like gets pulled yanked from the door like into the mist so yeah. something like grabbed her <laughs> yeah. and dragged her into it so there's all kinds of stuff going on yeah and they they also they had also set up something like the um the nature woman there was like investigating like she was going through old papers and it looked like this may have happened another time back in like the 1800s like so it looked like this town might have some kind of history with this with this mist, this <laughs> with strange this thing, <laughs> some strange thing like it happened before and now it's happening again. It was definitely, uh, you know, better than I expected it to be, you know, in that, like, I want to see, you know, I want to see the next episode. I want to see where it goes. I want to see what happens to, you know, some of these people. So I'm, I'm in for now. All right. <laughs> I'm in till the end, I'm sure, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've gotten to the place where once I get a certain portion into a show, I'm probably there till the end. But if something's not working for me, you know, like halfway through even, you know, like a short season like this, I'll I'll be gone. <laughs> if it if all of a sudden it's not, you know, a keeping my attention anymore uh i'll i'll be out because there'll be something else starting there'll be something else uh, brand new to take its place to see if it can uh you know hold my attention through the through the whole time but with that we'll move on to the uh, next show on the list which is well a show that didn't keep my attention past the first couple of episodes of the first season <laughs> what 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 <laughs> uh queen of the south uh, which most recently has aired season two, episode three, uh, Un Pacto con Diablo. Are you Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really bad Spanish pronunciation for somebody that took three quarters of Spanish in college very, very long time ago. Well, unbelievable. What didn't you like about the show? Um, I don't know. I, I actually liked uh, like the lead. Uh, and stuff, but I don't know. It was something about the the way the story was told in the first couple episodes, or something that I don't know. It just didn't hook me as a at at least at the time, you know, with other stuff that was like, no, I don't have time for it. It sort it was it more fell into the the genre for me of things that I thought were good but not for me. You yeah. know, the type of type of thing like it it. 
it wasn't something that I was just like, oh, this is a giant piece of crap. I'm never watching this again. Uh, yeah. It's it definitely well made. The cast is great. Uh, but for whatever reason, following that story just didn't uh, hook me at the time. I mean, that was even, uh, you know, last year it was the, uh, it was the, you know, it kicked off ATX with the a showing of the premiere. And so, you know, saw it on the yeah. screen and saw the, you know, the cast and everything and, and uh, afterwards talking about it. And, but I, I can't remember. I don't think I went past another episode or so. Uh, Ugh, and uh, I need to go back. But all it's right. on Netflix. <laughs> all right. So Claire, what's uh what is it that uh, that that's hooked you with the show and and has kept you watching? I don't know. I just I I loved it. I thought it was such a great cast. It's not a lot of people I've like, you know, really heard of before except for like um Joaquin um Alameda. Um but like Alice Braga is, like, amazing, and I love, like, um, the woman who plays Camila Vargas, like, seeing these two, like, really strong women, like, one's trying to be, like, the head of our cartel, and one's trying to, like, fight for her life. Like, I don't know, I just, like, I just thought it was such a kick-ass show, and just, I loved it, and I liked that, like, there was, like, a love story in the beginning, but it wasn't really about that. Um, and I liked that. I feel like so many shows just like, it's all about the love story and this isn't that. Um, I mean, yes, like spoiler alert, like he's not dead, but, um, sorry. I don't think <laughs> people are expecting but, us to talk about the latest episode. So yeah, but, um, <laughs> not really but, a spoiler. I, but no, but I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I just really love this. I show don't believe and, thinking and I he think, was dead in the, in the beginning. Anyway, I know. So. Well, <laughs> I made my Jamie in my in my office like watch it because he had never heard of it and I was like what the f and I was like you have to watch the show and he's like obsessed and he was like I didn't think he was alive <laughs> um but um I don't know like I love this show although so this last episode I thought was really good because now even though as much as I was like I like that it wasn't about a love story I feel like something's gonna happen with her and James I hope so and then I hope James and Guero fight it out for her but anyways <laughs> I feel like this last episode was like kind of crazy like so she gets bitten by a scorpion i would have been like just save yourself i cannot do this i cannot go anymore and she like somehow manages to drive and like save james all while hallucinating and like seeing her future self talk to her i don't know like i thought that was a little bit like over the top but um she uh, needs to go drive through the mist she can yeah. she's the one that could <laughs> find her way through that's <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I don't know, but I also love that. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, the guy shit, with the like, mustache. No, Price. Um, something. He has three names. He was also in um, Agents. Uh, she, uh, Agent Cart. No, I. Oh my God, I can't talk today. Agents of Shield. Um, oh my God, what is his name, you guys? I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> um. Anyways. I thought it was a good episode this week, sort of. I feel like now, like, Guero's going to be, like, a big part and like, the DEA and trying to find them. But I kind of want to know, like, when, how much longer is it going to take for her to, like, overcome all this and become that future self that she keeps seeing, you know? Well, the problem with that is, like, you have to get rid of uh, Camilla, right? Because she's... 
because she's the head. So once she becomes this tough, I mean, she still has humanity in her, which is like yeah. weird. She's still a nice person, so she hasn't become like this ruthless head of the of the cartel yet. So, right, like it's almost like a uh, uh, Better Call Saul. Like, how do you right. know when they're gonna suddenly break and become that person? Um. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm I'm also curious about that. I'm curious to see how she she becomes that that uh, somewhat heartless person because I I mean you see her like I I watched all of the episodes in a row because I hadn't watched any of the second season yet. Um, oh my god! But uh, like because she goes and sleeps with some guy and then basically gets up and then kills him like in the future in this future or flash forward with her in charge so yeah. yeah and i mean we also saw that camilla still has like she still cares about what her daughter thinks of her and she's still right. worried about that so even though she's this tough woman she still worries about other things and and ha- does still have a heart but she just doesn't let it show uh, no, when she's for sure um but i like how that she's like always in some dress like, I think they were, like, on the run and had to go to a safe house, like, maybe two episodes ago or something. And everyone changed, but she's like, walks in as if she just did full glam and, like, hair and makeup and, like, some <laughs> dress. And I'm like, when did you have time to do all that? Like, um, but, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a really good show. That, Jason, I you mean, have I, to watch. I need some tips on your routine and how you... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hear to pull that off. Of I have Comic Con <laughs> coming up here soon, and I need and also have time to um, to look like a badass. But um, I'm sad about. Um, oh my god! I just you know what? I'll get back to you. I like can't remember anybody. I I have I'm, I'm so bad with prepared. these names. Half these names on this show because I can't I can't pronounce half of especially like the uh her her ex-husband there is like epiphanios yeah um but i'm thinking of um oh my god and i don't even want to say kelly ripa's husband because that's such a move but (laughs) kelly ripa's husband thank you (laughs) see that's all you need to say (laughs) (laughs) sorry mark but um i um i was kind of sad because like he, I really like him, and I feel like he's been in so many things in the last, like, year or two, um, and then now he's no longer, but, oh, well, that's really all I had to say. Nothing exciting. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't seen, I hadn't watched any of the, the second season until it made the list, so it forced me to catch up. It was all piling up on my TiVo, but I, I did enjoy watching uh, all the episodes back-to-back, and I'm I'm definitely back in the mode to to watch more of this. John Piper Ferguson, that's who I was trying to think of, who plays like the bad DEA or the DEA guy who is in like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Am I the only one who watches that too? (laughs) (laughs) Cool story, everybody. (laughs) No, I'm still watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., although I still have the last two episodes of this last season on the DVR. haven't gotten to it yet. (laughs) It's so good. That's one of those shows where it just kind of like all of a sudden it goes by pretty quickly and then you're like, you can't catch up on Hulu because you missed it. So then I have to go like find that episode. I don't know. It's like too much. But Jason, I feel like if you only watch one episode, like watch like a couple, I feel like it's so good. It's on Netflix. It's easy to catch up. Yeah. And then once you start watching, they just keep going. 
I know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Netflix, the next show on the list is Glow, uh, which just uh, started up this past uh, Friday. And what did you think? Well, I watched the first three. Okay. And I stopped, not because I didn't want to continue watching, because I did. Oh. It's really good. But because I didn't want to, like, since we were only really talking about maybe talking about the first couple of episodes or something like that, I didn't want to have, like, the whole season, like, in my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> since it was going to be on the podcast. How, how, how much did you end up watching, Claire? I think I saw the first three as well, because I also I did the same thing because I didn't want them to blend and then not be able to talk or figure yeah. out. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say, oh, I watched the whole thing. No, <laughs> no, I really had to stop myself. Well, because honestly, I was really behind on Dark Matter, so I had to catch up on that. So um, I didn't want to like all of a sudden be like midnight and then I've seen all of Glow and then no Dark Matter. <laughs> I was glad to find out that Glow was only around 30-ish minutes an episode. Yeah, yeah I was surprised about that. That's why I was like, oh, okay, Jason watched the first three. I can I can spare an hour to watch two more and, and <laughs> yeah. squeeze this in to make sure I'm on the same page. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I really liked it. I thought, like, it, there were some definitely some awkward moments in the first episode where I was so nervous to watch. It's like, I get, I don't know, I get really weird, like, if there's an uncomfortable scene or like whatever, I pause it and then I have to like come back to it because I'm so embarrassed. Like there was something that happened in parenthood and I literally paused and then never returned. And that was like <laughs> four, four seasons later. I was like, oh, <laughs> so I get like really like I can't watch. I'm so nervous for that. <laughs> so um, so I don't even remember what it was, but I, I was like power through Claire and like I'm glad I because I thought it was really cute, and I really love Alison Brie, but Betty Gilpin is, like, phenomenal. I really love her, and she was, you know, she's such a scene-stealer, and, like, um, like she was in American Gods, and, like, in um, episode four, she had this great scene that was, like, all anybody could talk about, like, at least within our camp, but, like, I love her. I think she's so amazing, and she just wrote this piece for Glamour that was... um pretty great too so i i just i can't wait to watch the rest i think it's super fun and really cool and great music and i love that like time in that era so i think it's super super fun so yeah it's such I'm an sure interesting thing to uh it's so many things recently have this even if they're you know you have things like you know mr robot that are set in present day but still have yeah. like this retro feel to them like with the opening yeah. credits and things like that or you have something like stranger things that uh, is set in the 80s as well. Uh, yeah. And then you have, you know, this, you know, uh, it definitely uh, feels retro. And, and it, although it makes me feel old because I remember watching the gorgeous ladies of wrestling in high school, you know, or, oh like, or like junior high <laughs> or something, whenever it was on. Uh, so, like, that's, you know, that's kind of funny as well. But I I like this as the, the backdrop uh, you know, it, it's kind of kind of interesting uh, this whole story and the way that they're telling it. Uh, and I think uh, you're right. I I still can't I still can't quite place where I've even looked up uh, Betty Betty Gilpin. Yeah, like her IMDb, and I still can't like she looks so familiar to me from something, 
but nothing yeah. like on her IMDb page. Do I go like? Do I re- <laughs> like? Do I remember she's totally like, watching? that girl though? Like, yeah. There, I think there was an article that was like Betty Gilpin, that girl you know from somewhere or something like that. Like, because it's true. Like, she's been in so many things, but like, just hasn't broken out yet. And I really hope this is it. Like, I think she's so talented and so funny, um, and just such a good actor. So I hope that that this is that. Oh my god, I just figured it out. Oh my god, tell me. And I had looked at it before, but it didn't hit me until just now. Uh, from elementary. Oh. She played I... <laughs> she played the like well, I don't know, her character was high functioning on the spectrum uh and ended up dating Sherlock for a little while. Uh, that's 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 the character. That's that's where I remember her face from now. Like I've even looked at that before and it like I just saw stuff like Oh, she was on Elementary. She was on 34 episodes of Nurse Jackie, which I'm probably the only one here that's watched all of that, too. Yeah, except that <laughs> I, I saw that, too, except that she was on, I think, after I stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched the first two or three seasons of Nurse Jackie, and she was on, like, the last two or three seasons or something. Uh, so, yeah, I was going through, and I couldn't, but the, I just saw it now, you know, because I kept seeing, you know, like, you know, she was... You know, like on Law and Order SVU or, you know, Medium, you know, various things like just, you know, The Good Wife. You know, so you you knew that you recognized her maybe because you've watched those episodes or something like that. And she was the, you know, that week's guest star or something. And uh, but no, now I, oh, I feel so much better now that I that I, again, I know where because the whole time I'm watching it going, dang, where do I know her from? Well, I felt that way with a lot of the the actresses, like a lot of the like fun other characters. Like I know I like I know I've seen that that person in another in something else in some bit part, but it was memorable. Like their face looks so familiar. I know I've seen them again. Like the the um, the woman from Mr. Robot, one of the the. Um, I, I forget what the, what they make her later on, like the something Iranian or something like that. Uh, that woman, uh, and then like one of the other characters look really familiar to me. The um, the big uh, the big heavy woman looks familiar from something, but I can't place where I've seen her before. Yeah, there was there was there was some of that. Uh, I think Mark Maron is fantastic. Oh, he's I'm so like, funny. He's, I'm like oddly attracted to him in this, and I don't know why. And I feel like wrong about myself, like something's wrong. But um, but um, he's so great in it. It's really funny. I, I just wasn't expecting the show. Like, I think I was expecting more of a drama. I didn't realize it was going to be like really, yeah. really funny. Like, and so like when I started watching. And it's just like he comes out with his like super sarcastic, like horrible things. Some of the things he says, but it's so, so funny to listen to. Like I was oh, I was like, oh, this is what the tone of this is going to be. And they they do a good job of keeping that up, uh, at least for the first three episodes. Like uh, he, I think he's definitely like my favorite part of this so far because he's just like way out there and. And just some of the stuff he says is just absolutely ridiculous. I just really like 
watching him try to get in and out of the ring, like in the shoes and like jeans, <laughs> like that is uh, like I need a gif of him like struggle or boomerang style, like of him going in and out. it's like really funny. Yeah, like the first time uh, he just completely falls out onto the floor. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it almost seems like you have to you almost have to try to like get out in and out as badly as he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. But yeah, I just thought his whole thing of like when she comes in with her kid and and starts yelling at you know the other one, and all of a sudden he sees like uh, this picture of like them wrestling in the ring, you know, and all made up in these costumes and stuff like that. And but then he goes like even like a step further, like when he starts writing a script for it, like he decides like need to like not just do something a little bit different or whatever than like, you know, WWF was doing at the time, but you know, going to, ele- and comes up with just like this completely bizarre storyline for all these, all these women to play these weird characters and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then when the, you know, uh, when the guy who's backing the whole thing comes in and is like, no, he's like, I, oh, just, well- I just wanted to be, <laughs> I just want I it to be Crystal. beautiful women like like wrestling like that's that's what I want to do. Uh, yeah. I the, mean, you know, I mean like Chris Lowell's great, but like I feel like you know where that's going to go. It's, it's basically like him trying to hook up with like Betty Gilpin or someone on that um team. Um but I don't know what will happen after that. But I like their whole conversation and like <laughs> and around like the fire pit or whatever <laughs> where he's like, I'll make whatever weird kind of movie you want to make if you just make the show that I want to make. <laughs> and then their whole thing when they're doing the, uh, you know, the cliche type cl- characters of what they're going to be and, and like where where the Indian woman is the terrorist because she has the you know, the right skin tone to also play, you know, like somebody from the, you know, the Middle East or whatever. And the the one person that is actually like a gold medalist in the Olympics, (laughs) Betty Gilpin's character as the, as the, you know, now the sort of like star of the show, like takes that over and, and, and the other lady just becomes like something random or like weird. And she's like, but, I actually won the medals. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, but you know the the other one wants to play the you know the all American you know sort of like hero character uh, and stuff. And so I I can't wait to see like when they actually set up the you know like some of the matches and what uh, what they're doing with some of that stuff. And uh, I like the the lady that he. You know, he, he fires the guy and puts the one lady in charge to, you know, along with the the other lady who's, who's like, brothers and father are all, like, famous wrestlers. Oh, uh, and you know. she's, I think she used to be um, Rachel Bloom's assistant, like, on um, Crazy Ex, crazy, oh, excuse me, sorry, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, but I just like the two of them, like, trying to show all the other all these other ladies like how to do these moves and uh, yeah. all the stuff. And then I like when he goes out and offers her like extra two paychecks to, you know, both be in the show and 
you know, like the wrestling consultant. Yeah, but uh, then he kind of her over in the end, anyways. <laughs> but still, like I, but I like the, uh, I like the. She's like, well, I'll have to think about it, and then rolls out the window, and her husband's like. Uh, that was a yes, right? We could use that. We could use that extra money right now. But yeah, I, I thought they set up the characters well. I, I don't. I totally should have seen it coming, but like, didn't it? Didn't even, you know, think about it that, you know, with with uh, with you know Ruth and Debbie being best friends, that the guy sneaking into her you know, apartment yeah. uh, you know, that she was sleeping with was actually her best friend. Like that actually, that actually got me when she was reaching for the keys and then saw the picture oh, yeah. and, and you see the picture of the three of them. And then you're like, Oh, that was, yeah. I was completely shocked by that. In my notes, I have, Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what part that was. Yeah. that I wrote that down. You know, like, and so, you know, some of that type of stuff, when that that type of stuff actually works, you know, it really, it really works. It helps for me to just like buy into a, uh, a show that they were able to, you know, like sort of like sneak that one by a, uh, kind of thing, uh, just in the way that they, you know, sort of set up the way you're following, you know, the way you're following the characters around and stuff, uh, for whatever reason, you didn't attach those two together. Uh, or as as even that being a potential, uh, just that she was, you know, had had a fling with a married guy, not that it was her best friend's husband uh, type of thing. But it totally worked to set up, you know, like an internal conflict and for him getting the idea and wanting, you know, and going after her to hire uh, her, you know, being a former actress and a former, you know, a little bit of a name uh, type of stuff, uh, to ultimately sort of be the headliner kind of, of the new show. And I don't know, it's just, it was quite enjoyable. And it also being that they were all, you know, like somewhere 30 to 35 minutes, roughly, uh, worked really well too. Cause I thought, I thought going in, they were going to be like, you know, 40, 50 minute episodes, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I was expecting a 50-minute drama, and I got a 30-minute comedy, so I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, totally uh, totally works. So I, I take it we're all on board to uh, be uh, finishing, uh, yes. finishing this That's one up. That's the plan. Yeah, now <laughs> and now I feel like I want to have, like, a glow theme party for my birthday. Everybody come as your favorite glow character. And That's going to be the requirement for the Dark Matter press room. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to see your uh, sparkly leotard, Kyle. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. As I'm like, quoting, as I'm like, quoting Mulaney <laughs> jokes. Please let me in. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, but with that, the next show on the list is Dark Matter, and Claire being the person that usually handles their press at Comic-Con <laughs> and is the the person that is the gatekeeper for people like Kyle and I getting in to talk to the, the cast of Dark Matter. Dark Matter is the next show on the list, uh, the latest episode being uh, Season 3, Episode 4, All the Time in the World, uh, which, you know, sooner or later you got to do a, 
somebody stuck in a time loop <laughs> a episode on a, show, on a show like this. Yeah. And I thought they did a really good job uh, with it, you know, because you only have a short, you know, a short period of time uh, to to do something like this. Uh, and so I liked all of a sudden, you know, like partway through the episode, all of a sudden it's happening to somebody else too, you know, <laughs> and that actually helps them to figure out what's going on. And, uh, and so it's very, it, it was very well done in, you know, it's revolving around one character and, you know, you see that, that play out multiple times, but then it was able to change and it becomes something completely different, you know, by the end, by the time the, uh, you know, the Android starts, she's only supposed to be gone for five seconds and she ends up going all over <laughs> that the place. That part was really funny. <laughs> and they were like, but you haven't gone. She was like, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I always enjoy a good Groundhog Day episode. And as soon as it started and he was like, quoting everything people say i was like all right we got a groundhog day episode <laughs> and then sure enough like that's what it was they i i always enjoy these these more fun episodes because um that's i i like the cast is just a lot of fun and so you can tell that they're having fun with each other when they do these um and so just like the more humorous rather than like in the, the past few episodes before this have been a little more serious, but this was nice to just have fun. Like one thing that I've noticed, like we seem to be losing like main cast or the group seems to be changing a lot more than like in the first season we had the one group for the whole time pretty much. <laughs> and like now we keep like losing someone and we're swapping in someone else. But I, I think who they have now, I can't remember the character name, the um the younger guy that they just annexed to their group and then the the other woman that they they added. I think oh. they actually Yeah. Sorry. They make a, a really fun team, this new this new group. Uh but I I wonder how long they're gonna last because <laughs> they seem to be they seem to be uh, switching things yeah. up very often, and Back. also I look. Yep, go ahead. No, no, keep going. Uh, and then I wonder, like, we at the at the very end, we had like that that big jump where she like Android rattles off all these tons of things, or as you know, it was five that rattled off all these things that are coming up. And I wonder how, like, if you wrote all those down, like, are you going to see all those things? happen like all the various things that she mentioned like all the problems that they hit and things that happened like like do they just make those up or are we actually going to do they actually have plans for all of those different events yeah like, but also we like see... how many of those are like something that all of a sudden will happen in like season six <laughs> if you're yeah. still around that long and you go like oh wait wasn't that something that was mentioned way back in the uh in the in the groundhog episode I just thought it worked really well that, you know, they chose wisely to do it around three because that's the – because, of course, that would be the perfect character to get stuck in a time <laughs> like this. Uh, with he's his, like the Bill Murray type yeah, of well, sarcastic the, guy. Yeah, well, because he's the jokester and so it makes it harder for even – you know for people to believe him when he starts telling them of, of what's going on. Uh, it also makes it like hard for him to remember – you know, certain things like when he keeps 
he keeps trying to remember like what the problem is wrong with the ship and he doesn't remember it until he's also become fluent in in French. <laughs> That's also when he learned it. Like he went through like so many times before, uh, and you know that's what it took for them to you know actually believe him uh, when he was like making up French words. Yeah. He, he was like blah 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 blah, and she was like, I, I like her reaction. Like you can't just make up the words; you you have to speak the actual words. Yeah, you have to repeat the words that I say. Um, it's funny though because like um, when I first watched in the first season, like Anthony Lemke like played such a good bad guy that you think like oh he's maybe he's like a dick or whatever he's such a nice guy like so opposite <laughs> of three it's just really funny and it's because someone someone tweeted yesterday something that i had said originally like that was like season one i wanted to punch three in the face and now you just love him and he's so great and funny and it's true and so i was really happy that if they did do, you know, that sort of Groundhog Day episode that it was him, I think he was the best character to have it around because he's kind of like, kind of but funny and like, you know, like <laughs> just kept repeating everything. And he was like, hey, you, it's behind the bed. No, it's this. You know, like, it's just, um, I mean, he's like, you say hi, then I say hi. <laughs> like, it was pretty funny. I thought it was a really good episode because I think like, Kyle, you were right. Like they were saying like the last few episodes have been so serious and like, I don't know if yeah, I well, like it's kind of a breather stuff. episode, you know, like, yeah, and then we're going to pour the attack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause a lot's happening and you have like, um, you know, six who like wants to leave and like, um, and, uh, five who's kind of upset about it. And then you have, um, but that made for a great scene like, as well with, with three finally deciding to try and say something to it, but like nothing he ever says works. Yeah. And then he finally realizes that nothing he ever says works. So he just says, I wish there was something I could say. And she goes, well, that actually kind of helps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I he... thought it was a really great, like breather episode for sure. And I'm really fun. And I feel like it kind of will keep it moving forward just because it's been, I don't know. The beginning of the season was a little tough and like, um, it's been a little, tricky but i think this was a really really great episode so i can't wait to see what happens um next um but yeah and i just realized i just realized the guy who like walked through walls is that guy from the strain i was like where have i seen him anyway i don't remember who he was no (laughs) i just hope that somewhere else along the line down the series that we're going to walk down that corridor and he and that's still going to be there (laughs) (laughs) like like that should always sooner or later that you should you know that corridor needs to be walked down again and you'll be like oh there's that that guy that uh you know apparently like well apparently you got to have some kind of concentration to make that thing work (laughs) but that still threw in like a little bit of the ongoing story of them trying you know uh of trying to get the you know the jump drive or the blink drive back and, uh, and stuff, but still, and, you know, foreshadowed potentially a bunch of things. Uh, and, but yet they introduced that phasing technology now that, (laughs) yeah, but wrapped it in, you know, a fun, more comedic episode, you know, to, to, to move it along, you know, before probably diving back into something that's, you know, a little more serious. It's not like the show never, you know, it's not, it's not like there weren't funny parts in the first three episodes, you know, like, uh, 
but but overall, you know, more serious sort of storyline uh, taking place. Uh, but you know, they seem to do that. You know, this is the type of show that seems to do that like a couple of times a season. You know, you you get a little bit into the season, and you have one, and, and then maybe a little bit before the end of the season, you know, you get it. Yeah, like last year we had we had the android uh, becomes human type episode there for uh, which added a lot of humor. Yeah. So yeah, always uh, always fun, and the cast is uh, has always been great to talk to and stuff like that, and so you can see like in person that. Why they're ha- why it looks like they're having so much fun on screen, because uh, it I think they actually are, uh, and so, so yeah, that's uh, that's dark matter and talking about uh, people having fun on screen. Who's having more fun on screen than the ladies of Plain House? I love <laughs> this show so much. Like every season, I think it can't get any funnier. Like these girls are just like too much. It is just. So funny, and like I love Bird Bones, and I'm glad that she was in the first like two episodes. Like, I just like this show is so brilliant and so honest and real, but like in a really funny way. And just like this is forty, like I just I loved it. I like I just love them so much, and I think they're so great. And I like that. Like I didn't even realize that the whole season is available on demand. Um, not just the first two that aired on Friday, so that's pretty awesome. So I'm going to do that this weekend. Yeah, you can uh, uh, you can watch them two a week as they as they show up on TV, or uh, you can you know for the for three more weeks, or you yeah. can watch them all on demand or, or on the app or on the USA website or the uh, helping people fill their their holiday week upcoming holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah. I just, but I it's think. Such- Hopefully, a, so hopefully, a lot of people do. Like, I hope that like people are binging it. And you know, uh, again, I didn't go watch more of it just because I knew we were going to be talking about the first two episodes. And I didn't want to have everything about the whole season, uh, you know, in my head. You know, talking about uh, we got uh, season three, episode one, Cookie Jar, and episode two, None of Your Business. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> So good with the, I, I mean, the again, talk about things that, that get you like, so should have seen it coming that the self-defense instructor was going to be her ex-husband's I, new, I new know, girlfriend. I, just, like, I, I didn't even put that together. And usually I'm so good about stuff, but I just didn't even see it. When they but open like, the door, you're like, oh yes, perfect. That's going to be, because she loved her, you know, at you know, at at the beginning, you know, at the and she was like the star pupil, and now all of a sudden she's having to deal with the, you know, even though she doesn't have feelings for her ex, the idea that yeah. you know she he he's found somebody new while she hasn't, while also right. her best friend has found somebody and she yeah. she presently hasn't, and so <laughs> and that led, yeah, that led I... to my absolute favorite scene when they're playing the game oh, yeah. and she gets. <laughs> Home Alone on her thing. And you're like, oh, doesn't have anyone. Everyone left her. Like, she's just like tearing up and she finally screams at all of them. And then she she doesn't realize that it was Home Alone that they're trying to get her to say. She's like, why didn't you just slap your face? Because it's on the poster. Yeah, then she finally, yeah, because she finally like says it. But yeah. not not meaning to say it, and they're like, "That was it. That's the movie." 
<laughs> yeah, but don't we all think that she's going to end up going on a date with Dr. Cole? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's Dr. the whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. I mean, Popsicle or uh, all the various things they <laughs> <Dr>. for. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's that. <laughs> so she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the uh, like the lip balm, and she's like, why is it tingling? Oh. Well, that's how you know it's working. And then it finds out it has bee pollen in it, and she's allergic to bees. It was pretty funny. It just leaves them I also love, love Keegan-Michael Key, like, giving out tickets, and then she's like, oh, so sexy. And then, he, and then he's like, you have to change your plates. Like, yeah. the <laughs> yeah, he gives, it was so funny. He gives one, he gives one to <laughs> for... Uh, for yeah, what what was it for like being too sexy or whatever, and then actually gives her one for an actual yeah. ticket that she yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the whole uh, the whole cast, the whole uh, climbing into the window, Dawson's Creek style. <laughs> that uh, was pretty funny. To getting punched in the throat, <laughs> her realization that she's like you know alone. Also, the whole the whole bit about being 40 and not uh, <laughs> and being with somebody that you were with when you were like in high school and wondering like uh you know when Emma's wondering like about the changes that, you know, that have taken place in the last 20 years uh I thought that was that was a pretty funny storyline uh, but I I'm really interested to see you know where they go because they once they kick into the next you know handful of episodes and into the end of the season, it revolves around the, uh, you know, the laugh riot that is breast cancer, uh, and so having seen them talk about it on stage at ATX and be funny while talking about something so serious, I'm interested to see like how the episodes played out uh, with that as a backdrop for such a such a serious backdrop for such a funny show. Yeah, I've seen like all those. They got like so much press this week about it. I mean, like I'm I'm glad because like it's just such a great show and they're such amazing women. But it was definitely an interesting story that you know I didn't really know. Um, I'm sad I missed ATX too. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to come to ATX sometime, Claire. I mean, it's it's just so hard because it's like right it's right after South by, but before Comic-Con. So it's a little <laughs> like, can I, can I throw in another trip to Austin? In the I, I know it's, the... like, it's a little too much. I really want to go. Part of me wanted to like try and convince everybody to do like a stars thing, but it didn't work out maybe next year, but yeah, you need I know to get, one of these yeah, things need to I get really some more, uh, yeah, need get some more stars content at the, uh, at the old ATX festival. Don't let FX and USA network and Hulu get all the, uh, have all the fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll try i'll work uh, on it just a great week of great tv panels and then you know lots of tacos and cheese sauce and yes queso and barbecue queso, queso. <laughs> so you know <laughs> what's what's better than that tv and great food i know i know you make good points <laughs> Um, now everybody's like, oh, year. I'm hungry. No, I want to. Yeah, I know. Me too. I am hungry. <laughs> I'm, hungry. I'm gonna go get a taco. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a plain house is just. I think those two together are just hilarious. Like uh, on the Friday, I just have I popped up 
Facebook and they were doing like a Facebook Live where they were like taking questions. And I, wa- I, I must, they had already been on for a while and they ended up staying on longer than I think they originally planned on. I think I watched them for like 45 minutes until they finally ended because they're just too funny and, you know, playing off of each other. You know, I like their past shows that they did, you know, that didn't, uh, you know. Oh, like Best Friends Forever? <laughs> yeah, that that didn't last long. I, I was so glad when this one actually did make it past, you know, a first season. And here we are in season three. And uh, I hope that, you know, why, you know, yeah, they put it at 11 o'clock and they're sort of burning it off a couple episodes uh, over the course of four weeks. But they also put it online and all these things. And so I'm hoping that tons of people find it. You know, watch yeah. the previous seasons if they haven't and watch, uh, you know, and watch the present season. And hopefully USA Network will, you know, pick it up for another eight or ten episodes again. It's uh, such a great show. I really, really enjoy it. And it's so cute and relatable on multiple levels. Like, you don't have to be, like, you know, the having a baby or single mom or whatever. It's just like all those relationships are just so relatable. And I just, I love them so much. Like they're just, they're amazing. <laughs> and the show's funny and they're yeah, super exactly. good at doing product placement within their shows. So I mean, they can it's keep a little this all with the car, here. with the car ad built in. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> so the episode, right? well, they do the, idea. they have the, they have the actors also do the ads. So it, it kind of, you're not quite sure whether they're doing show or doing ad, but the yeah. one time in the show where bird bones is taking all the stuff out of the back and she just throws yeah. a little extra about how spacious the RAV4 yeah. is. Yeah. Like that, that was fine. But then you like, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, are we in a commercial or part of the show? And you're like, Oh, it's a commercial. Uh, but it, but it like, it wasn't over the top. It like worked. Uh, but I think it works uh, from the aspect that they get them involved in it. It's not this, oh, we need an actual, like, the ones where you see where they always, they have to do, like, a super close-up of, like, a, a label of, like, a beer can or something or some makeup or something like that yeah. to make sure that you you really, really, really know that, you know, <laughs> what it is. Uh, and that, that type of stuff is annoying because it takes you out uh, of the moment, I'm perfectly fine with people using real products in things because, hey, we use real products in our daily lives. To me, it's always been weird to see somebody eating, you know, like generic cereal or, you know, or let's chips yeah, yeah, or something like that. That all that that stuff always took me out of it because it seems so fake. Uh, so I like seeing real stuff in the shows uh, as long as yeah. you don't go that uh, that extra mile and so they let but they let them do that type of stuff in the actual ads but then the ads are also funny uh you know yeah again they're talking about the spaciousness of it because <laughs> emma fell asleep in the, <laughs> in the back of the could fall asleep, you know it could sleep in the back of the the rav4 or whatever so yeah that yeah. was a Normally, I can't stand the car ads built into a show, but this one I don't. Yeah. Even though I know it's an obvious ad, it didn't yeah. bother me. Like, because I would rather see the show get extra money it needs and stay yeah. on the air. <laughs> on the yeah, air. totally. <laughs> Total. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Well, that'll do it for Plain House and for the uh, primetime segment. And we'll move on to the last segment of the podcast TV recommendations. 
And my recommendation is Netflix's Master of None. I've been watching the second season. I still got, I think, I think it's ten episodes. So I think I have one episode left. Uh, I haven't started. Yeah. I haven't even started well, it either. I thought I was gonna be, I thought I was gonna be able to finish it, but the episode nine is like almost an hour. Like every episode is like maybe a half an hour. You know, uh, some are even shorter. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I mean, it totally works. I mean, it it wouldn't work if it was cut. If what happens in the episode gets cut into like two episodes or something like that, it would be really strange. Uh, but yeah. I didn't notice it till like I was watching. It and I was like, "Gosh, this seems really long." And then I look, I'm like, "Oh my god, there's still like 20 minutes left of this." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't think I can watch another episode to finish out the season." Uh, so, so yeah. But each episode, you don't know what you're going to get. There is an ongoing narrative that you know that goes across the season. But yet you also get an episode like in the middle. Uh, I, I think it's called I Love New York. And it just starts with Dev and his friends talking about some movie. And then all of a sudden it moves on and you're following a couple other people in New York. Uh, and then you're following at one point you're following a deaf couple in New York and it's all the, the sound is all dropped out. So it's all quiet. You get. You see the subtitles of what they're talking about, and they're having quite the interesting conversation. Uh, and then it, like, hands back, uh, you know, that scene, like, hands off to somebody else. And so you go through, like, all these different characters and people you would find in New York. Uh, and it tells this story where Aziz Ansari is just in the beginning and the end of it. And none of the other, like, main characters are really in it other than the beginning and the end of the episode. And, like, who does that? Like, <laughs> like, on a show, like, all of a sudden just has an episode that's all about a whole bunch of other people and other things in the middle of a season. You know, and, an, an, you know, another episode that takes place over multiple Thanksgivings, you know, so it flashes back and shows the history of one of the characters. Uh, and, uh, but also telling a story that, you know, of Dev and, like, what's going on in his life and career and love life and and everything too but it's it's both dramatic and really funny uh at times uh the first two or three episodes all take place uh in italy uh and those are really good and i don't know it's just if you haven't watched any of master of none go back and watch the first season and then and then jump on the second season it's just so good uh from episode to episode uh, you're never quite sure, you know, what sort of topic it's going to cover or what's going to be the, you know, like the thing of that episode while still telling, you know, an overarching story for the season as well. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's really, uh, can't, can't recommend it more, you know, really for, uh, you know, something that, that you can. Other than episode nine, you can get through pretty quickly on the uh, uh, as they're you know mostly half hour episodes. But that's uh, that's my recommendation, Claire. Do you got got a recommendation for anything? Yeah, Younger on TV Land premieres uh, Wednesday night. I also love this show so much. I mean, do, do either of you watch it or have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I can't wait to see yeah. what fi what happens now that she's finally I know, let the cat like, out of the I've bag. Been to, so long. Like, I feel like, so 
Um, Danielle in my office, like, I've been, like, every day hounding her to watch this show. And she made some good points that, like, in the third season, you're finally like, all right, now it's been too long. How do people not know? Like, she has to at least tell Kelsey, like, you know, Hillary Duff's character. And so I'm finally like, don't worry. <laughs> like, so I feel like I'm just so excited for that to finally come out because you're they're kind of stalling and there's a big lull with, like, storyline and, like, how much longer can you do, like, Team Charles, Team Josh? I mean, I'm very conflicted. I don't know who I would choose. Team Charles, maybe. But, um, you know, so I just, I'm very excited to see what happens and I just, I love that show so much. It's so cute and um, Sutton Foster is amazing. Miriam Shore, Debbie Miz are, like, they're all so great. Um, it's just such an adorable show and I just, I really love it. So I can't wait for that to come back. So that is my recommendation. And the first three seasons are on Hulu, which is awesome. So if you haven't caught up, um, you can do so now on Hulu. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. And while there is that little bit of like, you know, how are people buying this type of thing? Yeah. There is sort of, you do sort of buy in on the. You know, people will sort of believe what you tell them in some respect yeah. and and then not really look that close to really notice uh, yeah. uh, type of thing. Uh, but also, I think they've done well on while this is, you know, going into uh, season four. Yeah, uh, it it's not like it's four years later. It's the, the right. you know, we're still in it's maybe been a year. If that, yeah, you know, type of thing, yeah, uh, for sure. And so, so it's not crazy. Yeah, it's not so, like out, like that out of control. Yeah. For for uh, us as the audience, it's been four years, and so it seems really long. But if you actually look yeah. at the storyline, it hasn't been, you know, a super long period of time that you know that would be you know completely unbelievable that that it, you know you start going. It's been too long. You go. You know, is six months. You know, you start going. Is six months too long for people to not get this? You know, type of thing, uh, for like a real time period type of uh, thing. And so, uh, but if you go and binge something like that on Hulu, <laughs> you know, and then jump right into season four, those problems are all uh, alleviated because you see all that take place in only a you know however long it takes you to watch right. it, and <laughs> you you see that short. Right. Uh, you don't get that uh, year between, uh, you know, seasons. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. How about you, Kyle? What is uh, what's your recommendation? Uh, so I had two quick recommendations. Uh, first oh, is, <laughs> I'm sorry is a new comedy that. Well, fittingly, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry premieres on True TV on July 12th, but. Uh, you can currently watch the uh, first episode for free early on Vudu. Um, the series was created by and stars Andrea Savage as a comedy writer. She's also a wife and mother, and it's based on her own life story. That's why I guess True TV was was interested in it. Uh, mm. The show also stars Tom Everett Scott. He's playing her oh, husband. I love him. And I, I saw a I saw a screening of this at ATX, and then, like everyone was dying laughing the whole time. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a bit crude and definitely not for younger audiences. Uh, but 
but yeah, you can check that out uh, a couple weeks early uh, on free on Vudu. And then also starting this uh, this Thursday, June 29th on Spike TV, uh, they'll be the new home for the second season of Shannara Chronicles, which was originally aired on MTV. And so starting this week, uh, after each new episode of The Mist, they're going to be airing a season one episode. So you can catch up on the Shannara Chronicles leading into uh, the second season that's going to be airing, I think, in October. But uh, that's coming. I was really pleasantly surprised by this show. It's like a um, fantasy type of show, but it, like you you see fantasy show on MTV and you start to question it. But it was actually really well done, and uh, and I recommend checking that out if you haven't seen it. Now's the perfect time to catch up on the the first season. Again, if you were well, a Teen Wolf well, fan, send your emails I, to Kyle at noreruns.net. Teen Wolf was good at the beginning, and then yeah. it just got crazy. I loved it, and then it turned a weird. It made a weird turn, and I was like, I can't keep up with this anymore. And then something happened where, like, they had two seasons a year almost. It was like part A, part B. Yes. And I like literally it felt like pretty little liars. Like I missed one year and apparently I missed 15 seasons in a year. Like it was just like <laughs> too much. And I was like, wait, what? Like I can't. And then it was really hard to find like in the beginning. They didn't have it streaming anywhere. So it was really hard to kept, uh, catch up. And now it was like too late. Like I, I don't have time to watch four seasons because it was just <laughs> too much. So otherwise, cool. <laughs> But the Shannara Chronicles was pretty good. Looking forward to a second season of that uh, uh, when it shows up. And this will roughly, you know, starting up, it'll roughly run right close to having the, you know, the second season start up. So you could just start now and on a weekly basis <laughs> watch. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, watch, watch both seasons if you wanted to. I mean, you know, if you wanted what to else slow, are you doing slowly it? watch it. I mean... It's not like there's anything else on over the summer. It's on at 11 o'clock on a Thursday night. What else are you going to do? <laughs> I'm sleeping, Kyle. And you know what? You just set your you DVR. You know what you're going to be doing, Kyle? You're going to be watching Mulaney. I'm going to be watching Netflix. every Mulaney special Netflix off. <laughs> I swear, you're, if you don't like it, like, I don't, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll buy you dinner and drinks. But it is, like, hilarious. It's so funny. As soon as we get off of this, uh, Kyle's going to be searching Netflix for yeah. Laney and just watching like whatever shows up in the list. Yeah, even if it two. even if it just has somebody named Mulaney in it, that's not him. <laughs> He's going to be watching that just in case. I'll rewatch the series just to cover. No, that. oh my god, please forget you ever watched yeah, it. That might that might actually get you banned. From the dark matter restroom. Yeah. No matter how much Mulaney specials you watch. <laughs> so don't don't tell yeah. Claire that you've watched whether you do or not, don't let it out that you've watched any any Mulaney episode. The entire like no one went and watched that whole thing. Like not one person, Kyle. Yeah, you'll get you'll get blackballed, Kyle. And then she'll start then she'll start using her Comic Con powers to uh, you won't get you won't get stars and, and other, uh, nothing other pr people will be like oh that's that kyle guy that uh, <laughs> claire told I'll, I'll walk up to her press room and they'll just scoff Mulaney. yeah you'll just get responses back that just say Mulaney with an exclamation point <laughs> oh my god this is like my dream i really like what's happening <laughs> 
Because all of a sudden, Clara is increased in power unbelievably in this scenario. <laughs> I'm actually so popping powerful. up the Netflix oh, app right now and searching <laughs> Mulaney. I see two specials, one called yeah. The Comeback Kid and one called New in Town. Oh, New in Town. Um, you have to do the, I think, I think New in Town is the older one. Um, and then Comeback Kid is, I mean, old, New in Town is the, yeah, the older one. And New in Town is 2012 and Comeback Kid is 2015. Yeah. So, so yeah, watch them in order. It's so funny. Like, watch one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. He does this really good bit about Delta Airlines. Oh, my God. And a really funny skit on Law & Order SVU. Oh, my God. I'm so... I got to go watch it right now. Now somebody else is going to be watching it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such a riot. <laughs> All right. I guess we have another recommendation. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and, and on that note, you can uh, find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about, as well as where you can find and Kyle online uh, in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 374 and uh, next week uh, I'll be joined by uh, Tom Gardner from 3fbyspace.com and uh, Kyle what are you doing next week? <laughs> I guess I'll be showing you next week <laughs> and Kyle oh, hey, will be on next week and then we're going to have a special guest for like 10 minutes so we can talk about what Kyle thinks about Mulaney <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll be my TV recommendation for next yeah. week <laughs> Is is the Mulaney specials? Oh my god! Yeah, your recommendation next week for the Mulaney specials will be uh, Claire will listen to that uh, Mm -hmm. to see that you actually listen, (laughs) actually watched, and then you'll get your uh, access, Kyle. That's uh, that's how this works. That's that's how it works. It guarantees we get at least one listen next week. I love from Claire. And then also, you already know what your recommendation is, so. Yeah. Although you have to, if you if you don't like them for some reason, you're gonna have to fake it. <laughs> <laughs> fake it till I believe it. Yeah. Well, fake it until Claire believes it. So that's, yeah. that's the key. All right. On that note, thank you uh, both for joining me for episode uh, three seventy four. <laughs>